All right, we are back for another episode of the Critics Corner podcast. It is eight o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday, July 6th. I'm here alongside, hasn't been on the podcast in a minute, but Luis Barranco joins us again today. Um, I don't know if any of you made it to the end of last podcast, but there was some controversial takes being dished out over there by um, one of our very frequent guests, Joe Sieben. But uh, Luis, it's good to have you back on. How you been doing? Uh, and did you happen to listen to that podcast uh, with Joe on there? And if so, do you have any thoughts? I did. I did. I mean, I think we're just going to have to deal it on the pod next pod with next time we get the four up on us. But other than that, you know, just been grinding out school, you know, still in school. It feels like never going to graduate, which I think might be a oncoming joke for uh for listeners is like when is Luis going to graduate um we don't know so yeah I still don't have a degree and I graduated so I don't know how that works how you can actually walk and get a diploma holder but not have a diploma so I guess we're never going to graduate so we'll see maybe maybe the next podcast will, will be a full <laughs> college graduate who knows I mean that'll be something we'll have to do a poll on Instagram to see when will Luis graduate yeah. Yep, but uh, we are. Well, we wanted to do a baseball podcast today because we're kind of well. We're directly in the middle of the season, All Star Game coming up next week, which we'll touch on a little bit later. But wanted to open up the podcast talking about some surprises, some disappointments from the season so far. Um, I know I have. Obviously, everyone's going to want to hear me talk about the Yankees and my take on them so far and their super disappointing season. But Luis, you can open it up. Um, I don't know. What do you want to do first? Disappointments or surprises? What do you think? Well, I just want to talk about an overview. Like, uh, you know, obviously the AL is a crap storm right now. Like literally, to be honest, I don't think the the AL has more quality as a whole, as a whole league. But I think the NL is more top heavy. And I think the NL in in the end is going to win this year by not even close. Whoever comes out, it's like back when the Western Conference was a – with a was a death march that's that's how the nl is going to be whoever gets out of the nl is going to win because i don't think the red sox i mean i'm i don't even know the red sox are 54 and 32 they're in first place four games and a half in front of the rays i mean which is pretty surprising to everybody how you've had evaldi just come back and pretty much just flip the switch and that whole team just get corona powers um then you got the you know centrals as expected you know i said you know the indians and white Sox were going to be up there twins you know i i wasn't too big on the twins from the last podcast i don't think either of us really were no yeah so i'm not surprised and i heard joe's kind of disappointed but i mean joe if you listen to the last podcast you should know we told you what was coming we told you what was coming so that's what i feel about the twins and i mean the West is kind of surprising. I mean, you were higher on the Angels, but I mean, yeah, the Mariners are actually in a winning record, which with is pretty. No one, I don't think anyone saw that coming. But I mean, that that division is pretty weak. When you're playing, you get to beat down the Angels and the Rangers for God knows how many games. For all for all the hype Otani's been getting, and obviously, rightfully so, he deserves all the hype. He, what he's doing is historic. That team sucks. <laughs> forty two and forty two. Rendon's been on the IL. For, he just hit it again today for the third time. Trout's Damn. been out since May. No pitching really anywhere to be seen. 
they're well, outside of Otani, I guess they're, they're just a disappointing team, but that, that's the angels. They're always disappointing. It seems like, and I, 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 I predicted them to do well this year because I thought Otani would have a year like he is. I mean, I didn't think it would be this great, but I thought he would have a, a great year, a good comeback year. Thought Trout would be Trout, but he's been injured. Seems like he's been injured a lot over the past few seasons. And then I thought Rendon would be healthy and they've just been injured. So it's, yeah, disappointing. But shout out Jared Walsh. Uh, he's been on the deal so far. Anthony Rendon is hitting 240 this year, which is a career low. And for a guy who's always come out from the draft, I remember watching tape on him. For a guy that's known as a contact hitter, and how old is he? How old is Anthony? How old is He's got to be in thirties. For a guy like that, and you paid, and you broke the bank for him. Thirty-one. He's thirty-one years old. Yeah, I mean, I think the Angels just love giving out the bag to anybody who's just like over 28, 27, just won a World Series or something like Pujols and just, here, here's a 10-year contract for 250 plus million. Like, have fun with it. Anyone that wants to play on the West Coast, wants to play in Los Angeles, doesn't care what team it's for and kind of just chasing the bag. Angels, yeah, that's your team. Now, my question is, what do you do with Otani? Because, I mean, that that team needs a rebuild. Let's let's be honest. That farm system is weak. That farm system is so bad. That we, you and me have to be honest with each other. Who do you move, Trout or Otani? Who do you move? Yeah, because I mean, you've got to move one if you're going to rebuild. I honestly, I honestly think, dude, imagine a Mike Trout trade. Oh my gosh. But I, but but the thing about Mike Trout is, you and me talked about this on so so listeners um, back back a couple weeks two weeks ago. We, me and William were having this debate, and William finally hopped on this bandwagon that he thinks Trout's the best player in the league. But don't get me wrong. He is a generational talent. He's a great talent, but he never plays. It's always a cap or it's always these small injuries. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, if you can't play, then how can you be one of the best if you're not playing? And plus you play on the West Coast. That's, no. what, I, that's what I'm saying. Acuna is the best player in the whole league. You think Acuna is? Yeah. Acuna. Yeah. It's just the problem with the Braves is the Braves just have no pitching, which we'll get into next when we talk about the NL. But the thing is, it's like, what do you get back in a trout trade? He already has a, a huge contract. So, I mean, like, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's tough. It has to be a team that's going to be able to eat that to take on his contract. And as we know, there's only a few teams that can do that. And another a team that has a loaded farm system, because you're going to have to trade the, the whole freaking farm system for, I mean, this is like training LeBron James or something. It, it, it's never happened. Like a player of that caliber being traded, like the single best player in the league. Like we've seen, I don't know, guys like big name guys like CC Sabathia and his prime move at the deadline, but that's because they were in a contract year. Like Trout's locked up long-term, but if they're going to commit to a rebuild and they want to trade him, I mean, it's possible. I just, I don't think there's no way you can trade Otani right now. There's just no way with what he's doing. I mean, he's on pace to hit what's like 60 bombs, 64 bombs. I think he's 32 right now. I mean, that's, that's unheard of. Obviously he, he probably won't hit 60. Um, they're in a t- they're really in a tough spot, to be honest. Now here's my question. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm happy this. You did say there's only a few teams that can't handle that contract. That's a, and then B you have to talk about who can hand, who has the assets. Right. And how much would it pain you if I told you one team that can do it? The, uh, I'm curious. 
it's not the Red Sox. The Red Sox farm system is a bunch of high high ceiling guys that, that you know that pretty much relatively like you don't know like Trist, Tristan Casas and Jeter Downs were. What would you do if the good old New York Mets come up calling for him? So who are they going to move? Lindor because he's like he can mass mass what do you match mean? salary wise. Listen, they they don't need a match salary. They got the money to do it. So who are they trading? Like, what's the return? They got they got a bunch of guys on the farm. They got Brett Beatty, the third baseman, and you know, adding their first round pick for this year. And God knows what else they have in that farm system. They they have arms. They they can treat they can easily move like a guy like Stroman, or you can easily do a Syndergaard, Beatty, and pro and another top prospect and a bunch of mid level guys. That works. Like I think you're undervaluing him here. It's not undervaluing. What else are you gonna? What 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 else are you gonna give up? Nobody. There's nobody. It's like there's nobody in the market to do it. There's nobody gonna give you enough return, and nobody can handle that contract. So then, why trade Mike Trout? (laughs) I'd rather just have Mike Trout than get a lackluster return. And you rather suck and waste and waste the time. So you'd rather just waste two careers. Dude, if we if we if we've learned anything over the past like five to ten years from the Angels is they're content with being mediocre. Yeah, I mean that's just that. But if it's me calling the shots, I mean, I mean you can get more from the Mets. I'm just thinking like prospects out of the top of my head. I don't, I don't, I'm not. I know if the Mets still had Kelnick, which I mean they should have had Kelnick if they don't do that Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz trade. Yeah. You could easily have done like a Kelnick and Beatty and a bunch of other guys in the system and given up a Syndergaard. Because, I mean, I don't think you can give up Stroman. I don't think you did. Oh, my I'd give up Stroman in a heartbeat for Mike Trout. Are you kidding? i give up most players in a heartbeat for Mike Trout. Obviously, but it's not like – it's the thing is it's not that they want – it's not that you give it up. It's like would the Angels want him back? That's the thing. That the reason the reason you you trade for – you trade Syndergaard is, okay, Syndergaard right now is in a crossroads. But we've seen at his prime that Duke can be, can, can be an ace, that you can give the ball and be like, all right, you got to win this game for me. He can do that. So you, you get that, that piece back. And then a bunch of prospects, and I don't know what other MLB talent they have that's like a Syndergaard or Young, because, I mean, Jeff McNeil's no. Uh, I don't think so you trade Pete Alonzo. Trout, Trout's under contract until 2030. And he's at thirty-five million dollars a year. What about this? What about a, what about a crosstown trade over to to the Dodgers? Why would the Dodgers? Why would the Dodgers do it? Why not? Because he's Mike Trout. What are you talking about? They I, already have Cody Bellinger and and Mookie Betts. In I trade. I trade Cody for Trout. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean. I mean. Not. Not in that sense. Sorry. I'm not. Uh, sorry. Because I bet you all the listeners are having like an eargasm and just going crazy right now. Like, let's 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 let, let me backtrack on that thing. It's not that obviously, if it's a one for one, yeah, you would do it. But for the longevity and for the financials out of the organization, it makes no sense for the Dodgers to do that. They they have the money, but it's just like it makes no sense for them to like. Okay, we're gonna trade Cody Bellinger because then you're literally investing Mookie's contract, which Mookie. Mookie I know it would be stupid. Mookie, how much does Mookie get? Thirty six a year. He's up there with Trout. Yeah, same time. Yeah, so so you have a uh, seventy million tied up in an outfield on two positions, without counting how much they're going to put into Seager this uh, this summer. Which Seager's not going to come cheap. Seager will probably run you at twenty five, 
So you're investing in the three players, and then you still have to pay Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, who's having a great year and finally living up to the hype. Yeah, it just makes no sense. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I know. I, I, I it's not gonna happen. Like, there's no way Mike Trout's getting traded, but. It goes along the theme that the Angels have been so disappointing that we're even contemplating the fact of a Mike Trout trade. Angels suck. And end of story. If yep. you wanna if you wanna know how to rebuild, just go look at the Detroit Tigers. Hey, I, I know. I'm kinda happy with what the Tigers are doing. They're they've been a lot better than what we even we predicted them to be there. I think they're like thirty-eight and forty-five right now, like seven or eight games under five hundred. Um, ten and a half. They're ten and a half out of the race. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. But Akil Badu's been a nice surprise. They're pitching uh, Tariq Skubal in particular, and Casey Mize. Um, some some really good young prospects. Isaac Paredes, um, and then they got uh, Riley Green still there in the farm. Probably come up next year. But yeah, I mean, I'm really happy with what the Tigers have been doing. Um, quite one of, I mean, there's they still are not a good team, but one of the one of the more surprises, surprising teams in the American League uh, this year. I think another surprise for me would just have to be the Mariners being five games over 500 if we're talking AL. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, they're doing good. I wanted to add something on the Tigers, though. Like, I mean, I said the Indians, but you, you didn't believe in the Indians. I always believe in the Indians, except the Indians have gone one and nine in the last 10. Because they have no pitching. All the pitching's hurt. Yeah, but uh, but with the Tigers, I mean, Tigers aren't that far off, you know. You got you got all those guys. You got a top draft pick. You got also you can't forget about Matt Manning. Um, yeah, no, they're there. That rebuild is ahead of schedule, and I mean Motown baseball is might be pretty good next year. I, and I, I, uh, Torkelson, big torque. Shout out Petaluma. Shout out Casa Grande High School. Shout out Bailey Two's <laughs> High School. Yeah, they they have a bright future. I mean, that's kind of you would hope if you've been so bad for 10 years or so and you accumulate draft picks that eventually you will become good. Um, and finally panning out for the tigers. Um, you don't want to end up like the Rangers, bro. Like the freaking Rangers, the Rangers have been God atrocious. Bro. I feel so bad for management. They just opened a brand new stadium and they got no bright spots. The only bright spots is Kyle Gibson. Who's pitching out of his mind and Adoli and Adolis Garcia. Who's Other not? Other than that, bro, that team, bro, they they're going to be bad. They're going to be in debt for that. Stadium. I think I think they're going to trade. They should move Gallo uh, at the deadline. They should move Kyle Gibson because that means being out of his mind. Him too. They're they're atrocious. Yeah, they're what nineteen games back in the West already. They are the actually not. I thought they. I was about to say they're the worst team in baseball. They're nineteen games out of the West. The worst team. Right now, the AL is the Orioles. But, I mean, the Orioles have some future. They got- I actually, I actually yeah. like them. Like, I like their lineup with Ryan Mountcastle, who's been really surprising this season, and obviously our boy Cedric Mullins, who should be an all-star starter. Should they? We'll get into that over later. over Mike Trout. But okay, I mean, I will I will say Cedric Mullins is the exact type of player that the Yankees need. A guy that can hit for average. Well, let me pull up his stats real quick. You could talk while I pull up his stats. Yeah, no, I mean, Cedric Mullins has done pretty great. And I mean, it's kind of lead us into our, our, one of our segments today because I got, I don't, I think Cedric would be great, but I don't think they would, the Orioles would do inter-division inter trade. Why would you want to make the Yankees better type thing? Because I mean, it's the Yankees. That's the only problem. 
I think the Yankees are better off going into the NL. And I got a couple targets that would work, which I've talked to William about off, off, off stream, off, uh, off the podcast. And we, he's kind of agreed. It's just kind of depends what the Yankees do at the deadline too. Is like, how much do you want to give up? Is it time to blow it up? Yeah. Blow it up and start it over. And, and that's a, or, or, you know, or try to make it happen with the squad. I mean, if you go look at their schedule, let's let's go look at it. Oh, I was looking at it earlier. It's brutal, actually. Uh, we play three. It's not that bad. Come on. Three in in uh, Seattle, which who knows. Three in Houston, then the All-Star break. Then we got Boston for three or for four. Philly, Boston for four again. Tampa, who we always lose to in Tampa, too. And then one game at the Marlins on the trade deadline. Date. I mean, yeah, dude, we're one yeah, we're one game over five hundred. Yeah. We're one game fi- over five hundred. Like, say we get swept again by Boston. Like, I or like so. There's eight games against Boston. Say we lose five of them. I mean, I think it's time to seriously looking at becoming sellers if we're around five hundred still at the trade deadline. But, but, but that's the thing. Like your season's not not dead. You can just you can easily redo yourself in two weeks. Say 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 you win the series against Houston, win the series against Boston, split a Boston series, and you win the race series, you're back in business. So I don't I don't I don't think it's like that big of a thing because I mean the Rays are, are your top comp, the Rays and the A's are your top competition. The West and the East is where the wild card's gonna be at. So I mean that's not big of a deal. I mean sucks yeah, for the blue, it's, it's sucks still, for the oh. Team's not hitting, man. No one hits on the freaking team. Well, let's see what happens after the break. I mean, you don't know what happens after the break. You, you know, after the break, there's always one team that just goes on super Jesus powers and just starts hitting the ball out of the yard. That was, an, that was the Nationals two years ago, and I called, like, yo, the Nationals are, look, look incredible. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the other thing, too, is you got to look at the Blue Jays, man, and we'll end the AL out with this. The Blue Jays are awful. Like, you think the Blue what, Jays are awful? For what they did this offseason – they yeah. should be. They should be in the hunt. Well, like, I don't think George Springer's played. But but you should be in the hunt when you have an MVP candidate, and they're better than the Yankees. But you should be in the hunt. Both both the Yankees and the Blue Jays should be in the hunt. We both agree that they should be in the hunt. You shouldn't be four four and a half, five and a half games out of the wild card. You should be two to three. You should be in there like swimwear. Like you shouldn't be like out of it. So I mean regardless Springer or not, man, like those young bats got to, got to pick up in that pitching. You got huge in Ryu and you got like, you should be in there, Like should be. Yep. And shout out to Cedric Mullins. He's hitting three, 18, 15 bombs, 32 ribbies, 15 stolen bases, 101 hits, which I believe leads the league. Um, and stolen bases. I already said that 67 strikeouts, not bad. 67 strikeouts and 318 plate appearances. So do the math. Um, that's low strikeout rate though. Um, yeah. I, I just think he's the exact type of player the Yankees need. A guy that can hit for hit for average actually gets on base and steals bases and does the little things right. Cause the Yankees have zero players that can do that. They're coached terribly. Um, are, are we Boone out yet? Yeah. Yeah, I've been saying yeah. Boone I've been out. out for months. Um, well, hey, I was the first one who said Boone out back at the start of the season when you guys were sucking the ball out. You know, I was like Boone out. Like, yeah, on. he's uh, 
I just feel like the guys don't rally around him. They don't play for him. He he does. He seems pretty hollow in the sense that like you want you want a manager that's going to galvanize his players and really go to battle for him. And I know he had that whole rant a couple of years ago, like my guys are savages in the box or whatever, but that was two years ago now. And I don't know. I don't think he inspires confidence in the players because they, they just come out flat every single night. Uh, Garrett Cole has been not himself since the new substance uh, rules came into play. Oh, what do you think about that? We got to stop. We got to stop talking about the substance. Rule. What do you think about the no spider tag? No, no rosin, and because you know it's spider tag, you can't have rosin because I read it was rosin. The rosin. Have you seen how sticky that spider tag stuff is, oh, bro? That shit's like KY jelly. It's crazy. Like you can you can put a little bit on your hand, put a book like a whole whole ass book on there, <laughs> yeah. hold it up, and it's sticking to it. So yeah, I'm I'm glad that they they cracked down on this stuff because the pitching had just gotten absurd and completely dominating the game to where it was, it was just boring to watch it. Strikeout, 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 occasional home run, strikeout, strikeout. I'm just like, this sucks. I, I want to hey. see the ball in play. I want to see guys stealing bases. I want to see more action. People hey, don't Manfred. like watching strikeouts and home runs, which is what the Yankees are. It's either, <laughs> it's either you hit a freaking home run or you strike out. And that's why they're a poorly built roster in general. We don't have any single player except for DJ LeMahieu, who has been having a down year that can hit for average and get on base. And then outside of him, we just got a, a bunch of guys that either hit bombs or get out outside. I guess Gio is kind of an average guy, but judge has been the judge and Gary Sanchez have, have been the lone bright spots in the lineup this year. Judge is a great player. He's an all-star starter for a reason. He deserves it. In my opinion, I, know, I think he disagreed, but he's I mean, been great. Gary Sanchez is a home runner strikeout guy. Luke Voigt, uh, home runner, strikeout guy, not my favorite player on the Yankees for sure. And then the back half of the lineup, I mean, the outfield has been so bad outside of Judge this year. Clint Frazier, who just hit the IL for freaking vertigo, he's been, it looks like he's had vertigo the whole season. Aroldis <laughs> um, Chapman. Aroldis Chapman, who has really brought nothing but misery to Yankee fans for the, his entire tenure in New York you know, giving up that home run to Altuve to lose in 2017. And then uh, Phillips was it 17 or 18 against the Astros. I can't remember. I and then Brett remember. Chapman gave up that home run again to the Rays in that weird 2020 season. Gardner's he's, he should have retired last year's. He's clearly out of juice. Uh, we need a, we need another outfielder just traded for Tim LaCastro. Lord knows another 180 hitter, but he can <laughs> run. So you know, if he ever gets on base, he can steal bases, which is exciting. Yeah, it's – and Glaber Torres, oh, forgot to mention him. He's been looking like, uh, well, just extremely disappointing, not living up to his high prospect uh, caliber that, you know, he was what top prospect in baseball there for a while, and he's just – he's been horrible. Uh, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Yeah, that lineup is just yeah. so disappointing. Oh, it drives me crazy bullpen outside of Chapman's been beast this year. Chad Green's been really good. Um, but I don't know. It's really disappointing. And Kluber going to the IL has been a, a typical. I think there's a direct correlation between him going to the IL and us really falling off. Ta- Jamison Tyone's been terrible, um, which I'm okay with that. Like I, I, if we signed Kluber and Tyone, if one of them ended up being good, I would have been happy. Kluber ended up being pretty solid for us. And then he goes to the IL, which really hurt us. Severino, 
I mean, I don't want to rush him back at this point because Lord knows what's going on with this team. If we're going to be sellers at the deadline, don't even worry about rushing him back. Um, yeah, Cole, which is really bad since the spider attack um, whole thing, the whole crackdown. Like, if he's not himself without substances, we just overpaid three hundred million for a for substance pitcher. A substance pitcher. That's incredible. Herman's been atrocious too. Like, it's just bad, man. Don't forget about uh. Don't forget about what's his name. Um, what's that dude's name? Gliber Torres, bro. He can't, bro. He's the best hitter. I read a statistic the other night. He's the best hitter on off-speed breaking pitches, but he's the worst fastball hitter in the league. Because you see how slow his swing is, man. He's hey, got man. a he's got a long ass swing, and I, I think that's why he can't catch with the fastballs. And uh, if you if you look at it, like you're you're right, he does hit breaking balls really well, but. You can tell like his timing. He like he gets his foot down and he's hesitating. He's hesitating. Sees the curve. It doesn't look pretty, but he he hits the off speed pitches. Someone needs to tell Luke Voigt that there are other ways to get on base besides hitting <laughs> home runs. Because every time this man swings the bat, it looks like he's swinging for freaking queens. I mean, <laughs> he's swinging at the JFK man. He's yeah. swinging at the JFK. City field, bro. It's bad. <laughs> He's trying to get the ball in the New York airspace, man. He's trying to put that ball on the jersey. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So here's, here's the other stat we forgot about. We got, uh, before we go to the NL, got to show some love for Chris Bassett. Nine yep. and two this year. Freaking tank. Should be an all-star. We'll get there. But going on to the NL, I mean, let's give some love for them Cincinnati Reds, man. <laughs> here's a statistic about the Reds. The Cincinnati Reds have won. Their last series against the Cubs. They lost two out of three against the Padres, which, I mean, that Padres team is good, but they were – it wasn't like, oh, they were just blown out. I mean, you know, the Reds – bad thing about the Reds is they don't got pitching. So Tatis obviously went yard every single game, I believe. They knocked the crap out of the Phillies. They won the Braves three out of four against the Braves. They beat the Twins. They split the Twins series. And so, I mean, this team needs to show – like, we need to show some love for this team. I mean, they, they, they're they in contention, and I mean – And you were the, down on the Reds heading into the season. But I didn't know, yeah. Well, I mean, they play the Royals tonight. They won last night 6-2. to They got a siege again. So, everybody's like, oh, Luis, but the Reds are down eight games or six games. What is it, six or eight games in the in – the, They're down six behind Milwaukee, yeah. Yeah, but – Say they win the night against against the, the Royals. They head into a four-game set starting tomorrow, uh, starting Thursday, against the Brewers. Say they win three out of four at Milwaukee right after the break. They get Milwaukee at home. Three-game three game set at Great American. And that could flip the switch. They get that, and then they, you get the Mets. So, I mean, say you win – you split a series and then you win a series, they're in business for a wild card. Castellano should be getting love in this MVP race. I agree with that. He plays with the swagger too. I like it. He seems to hit top homers at very untimely uh, moments in Kansas City. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video yesterday. I sent you the I sent I sent it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so for our viewers, uh, this morning I was on Twitter and Castellanos hit a home run back in like late 
in the game and they were doing a eulogy for uh for one of our american war veterans uh rest in peace um and they're doing the whole eulogy and they're talking about him and first pitch after the eulogy man takes him 400 deep and then that's off the bat of the whole last season when the Reds announcer got into trouble for saying a homophobic slur and he's apologizing on air and then Castellanos hits a home run in the middle of the apology and the announcer awkwardly like says and that'll be a home run for Castellanos and then he, he does the exact same thing last night against the Royals in the same ballpark same spot I mean I don't know it was just weird coincidence but I like Castellanos um, Jesse Winker too. Big shout out to him. He's been big, big shout out. Both, both of the big boys, you know, doing well. Castellanos has 16 RBIs in the past 12 games. I mean, we, we know the Reds going to put up runs, man. That offense is going to put up runs. It's, it's just going to come down to pitching. So hey, hey, when's Hunter Green making his way up? Well, I mean, they may need Hunter Green this year because they have, they don't have a, they don't have any pitching yep. at all. So they, they, they might call him up and uh, Nick Lodolo from TCU. They might call both of them up. Because I mean, there's there's going to be a shortage of arms in the deadline, and I mean they're going to need him, and they're going to need all the pitching they can get. I mean, the the only guy is Sonny Gray, Tyler Malley, and Wade Miley. So uh, the you're talking about shortage of pitching at the deadline. I saw the Rockies came out and said Herman Marquez isn't getting traded. <laughs> oh, that's what everybody says until they get that Godfather offer. Where right. But are you gonna are you gonna give a Godfather offer for Herman Marquez? I don't know. Hey man, some teams might try to make it this year because I mean Herman's been a quality pitcher, but I mean everybody's gonna. It's the thing about the trade deadline is everybody's gonna overpay. It's like free agency. Everybody overpays in free agency. So. It's like that every. It's like that every season, and you kind of look back and you're like, wow, why did we make that trade? Uh, I mean, go look at go look at the you and me have had the debate between the Yankees and the and the and the um, Cubs. The Gliber for Chapman, and at first I was like, "Man, that's a rip, man." Gliber, Gliber, but now it's kind of even. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, we ended up getting uh, Chapman back anyway. But the Yankees have been like hesitant to make moves at the deadline over the past few seasons, and I guess looking back hindsight, like kind of glad we haven't moved a ton of our prospects because Jason Dominguez. Yeah, he's untouchable. We're not we're not trading him. Baby Bay Roof. But what about like surprises, disappointments so far in the NL? I think. Honestly, a big surprise for me, uh, the Reds, like you mentioned, uh, I, I did not expect the Brewers to be this good. I don't think anyone, neither of us expected the Brewers to be this good. That rotation is is nasty with uh, Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, and then they got uh, Williams and Hayter out of the bullpen. Yeah, they got there, but Williams hasn't been that great. I mean, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go run down a, a couple quick ones. I mean, surprised, Cardinals. I mean, nine games, nine games out. You just got talk, a big talk to Alden Caraway about them. He'll give you the full breakdown. He probably still thinks they're going to win the World Series, but uh. hey, all of these are drug test, man. That's the first thing that that, that means. That, I know. You know he's, he looks like he's been juicing up a little bit. Probably, I don't know. probably not. He probably hasn't. Alden, I know Alden for a fact is all natural, but he has. He looks huge. Yeah, yeah we're going to need a piss test. You know, like NFL style. Like you know, we're, we're going to need a test. But I mean. Cardinals down. I mean, we expected the Cubs to be a middling franchise. Shout out to the uh, Giants, man. Those are That's San Francisco probably the Giants. biggest surprise in the entire league this year. 22 games over 500 right now, winning what everyone thought was going to be the best division in baseball. Super surprising. I'm happy. I like the Giants. Hey, Kevin Gassman, not Gossman, Kevin Gassman, your yeah, top pitcher. 
Cueto's not pitching that bad. I mean, Buster Posey's playing great. And then Yastrzemski's coming back. So, I mean, they might be up there. And I don't think they're, you don't need to make a lot of moves with them. They're going to be there. They, they play good ball down in San Francisco. I mean, it's going to be a dogfight out of the NL West. Um, um, two standouts out of the NL West is uh, we got to talk about uh, uh, the Diamondbacks, Kettle Marquez. <laughs> 30 games under 500, yeah. Hey, but Tom Montez in 358, man. That man's trying to get a bag. To get. I said the Yankees should go get him. Multi-positional, he's playing great. Um, Rockies ain't got no bright spot, you know. Trevor Story, trade candidate. He getting traded. He gone. Padres, I mean, as expected. Fernando Tatis, MVP candidate. You know, He ain't going to win. We know who's going to win the MVP. And the NL, who? The Grom, bro. Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't think I don't think the Mets are gonna win that division. I think the Mets are gonna choke it out. Well, they are the Mets, so that is a very valid point. Who do you think is gonna win that division? I think Atlanta is gonna make a play for it. It's that division's so tight right now. They got that, a losing record, but they're only four and a half back. So yeah, that that division's so tight. All it takes was for the Mets just to have one bad series, and that's a whole new ball game for the those teams. And then I mean. Tatis is doing great, doing Tatis things. Dodgers, Dodgers. I mean, they're the sleeping giant. I mean, they're fine. They're deep. I, it's just a matter of time for for the boys to hit up the uh, bats, bats and Bellinger to get healthy. Bellinger to get healthy. Bats to pick. Bats to pick up. They'll be all right. They'll be in the mix. They're they'll, they'll be there. They'll, they'll probably end up winning that division. Well, we'll see. It's hard to win back to back. I mean, when it is, it is. So finding that fire, I kind of think they're just playing with. I mean, they're not in so much danger because if you look at the the standings, Padres are at fifteen and thirty-seven. Next team up from the Padres are the Reds, and that's five games. So, I mean, it's that's not big a big issue. And so, shout out the. Phillies sucking. Sorry, Josh Doring. They just, they just suck, man. Phillies are the epitome of mediocrity. They got Zach Wheeler balling out. Shout out Zach Wheeler. We'll get into him later. And then Pirates got Adam Frazier, another trade candidate for the Yankees. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah, uh, he's been he's leading the league in average, or he's up there. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, oh my god, I just read a statistic. What's that? Cubs are zero at ten. 10-game losing streak. Holy. The Cubs are? Their last 10, they haven't won a single game. Oh, yeah, they're on a 10-game losing streak. Just they, so. got sw- they got swept by the Reds, fam. They got swept by the Brewers and by the Dodgers. Oh, my God. Well, the, the Cubs are just like this. It's been the same roster for the past three years. They're just average. They, they're average pitching. They don't have any standout arms. Um, I guess Kyle Hendricks is one of the more underrated arms in the league, but their 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 lineup they haven't really done anything to to boost it since they won the World Series. Like, Nate, I guess Jock Peterson, people were kind of excited about heading into the season, but they're just eh, they're average, man. I don't poorly know. constructed team, man. Poorly constructed. Yeah, I don't know but what you. Do. They're one of those teams that they were all in on the twenty. 16 season got that world series and they know there's not going to be any pressure for the fans. Maybe a hundred years from now there will be if they don't want another one, but 
they're happy with that one series, man. And I don't know that they'll probably just be average like this around 500 for the next five, 10 years, see what happens. But yeah, the Cardinals for me out of that central, definitely the biggest appointment. They were the team I picked to win the division. They're two games under 500. Paul Goldschmidt just not been himself. Um, the rotation is, is poor. I think it's time for Adam Wainwright to retire with all due respect. Hey, he's pitching pretty good. Don't, don't let's, 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 let's talk about that. He's pitching pretty well. So, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of this, a lot of, I mean, we got to take, we got to take this, these teams for a grain of salt because a lot of teams are just starting to get in their groove. And I mean, after the all-star break, it's about, we'll see in the two Two to three weeks after the All-Star game, we'll see who, who's still in it. A lot of teams separate at that point, you know. Right. Who's in it, who's out. A lot of teams will show up. I mean, like we said, the Yankees could, re- could redo their season in, in a week and a half. The Reds could also redo their could, – could make their season in a week and a half. And, you know, a lot of teams could just implode and just end their seasons in a week and a half, like just, just as easy. So, I mean, these NL, NL – East teams like and everybody in the NL East is in the hunt. That that division, even the Marlins are in the hunt. Juntos, Juntos Miami sucks that uh, we don't got Sixto Sanchez to watch this year. But uh, yeah. after the I mean, season, I don't for the season. But I mean, it's, it's it'll, we'll see. I think the Mets win that division, man. Their 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 arms with Syndergaard coming back, Lindor finally getting into a groove. I think the Mets take it. I think the Mets actually run away with it. We might see Atlanta push for a wild card spot, but like you said, they don't really have arms, man. I mean, Ian Anderson's been been nice. He, he's a good. He's probably their. I'd say their best arm, right? Um, well, well the Soroka, Soroka, Soroka still hurt. I mean, we'll get into the trade deadline. We'll talk about teams, candidates, and players that we we got pigeonholed. I mean, that could get moved. And so I'm, a, you know, the one thing I want to talk about is these NL, NL, uh, NL, the AL, NL All Star team. Okay. We got, we got, we, we got to talk. We got to, let's go with the American. We got, we got, I'll, I'll read out the starters for everybody listening. At catcher, we got Salvador Perez. Deserved. Deserved mainstay for Kansas City. Catcher backstop. One Probably of the, best. the best catcher in the league, if you ask me. Doesn't, doesn't get it wrong. Debatable. Buster. Him and Buster. Yeah. Well, I mean, Salvador more complete. Buster, Buster is a hitter at this point in his career. Is Buster Posey a Hall of Famer? I think he has to be at this point. He has three rings, right? Yeah. Oh, he first ballot. Yeah. He's a 300 hitter first ballot. He, he was a, he was this probably the star player of those those te- teams was, in the early 2010s he, and kind of having like a resurgent year this year. So he's I, he might be a Hall of Famer, man. Might be a first yeah. ballot. Yeah. He got three rings and probably a bunch of gold gloves because he's great defensively. Like yeah. he's all around. He he's what Joe Maurer should have been. That's true. That's just oh man. If Joe's still listening, ooh, just body blow after body blow over the Twins here. But yeah, I, I love. I was a Joe Mauer guy. I remember when he was on the show. I think it was on the MLB The Show cover 2011. Like Joe Mauer was that guy because everybody's like, oh no, you got to go to a Boston. You got to go to New York, and he shows loyalty. And he, I mean, I'm not saying he had a bad career, he had a great career, but Buster Posey is what Joe should have been. Joe Mauer. I mean. Let's 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 just be honest with ourselves. And uh, Joe Maurer's thirty-four years old, still catching. That's very impressive. He's still playing right now. He's still catching, 
or sorry, but, sorry, sorry, Buster Posey, 34 years old, still. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I remember at the end of his career, Joe Maurer moved over to first base. Posey's still catching. That's impressive. Well, the, Posey has played first base. They yeah. have had him played first. I mean, he has covered for Belt. I mean, that's the thing about the Giants, too, getting like touching on them quickly. Is that team constructed is a like they cover every blade of grass. Like everybody on that team is great defensively. Brandon Belt is a gold glove first baseman. Brandon Crawford's probably the best, you know, defensive shortstop in the game and his bat's picked up. Andrelton Simmons, probably, but yeah. Oh, yeah, but, but, but come on. Andrelton can't hit for crap, man. But, <laughs> I know, I know. Andrelton gets passed around, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, but Salvador Perez is a great um, first base. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Blue Jays. Obviously. He needs to be on there because uh, – oh, timeout. Sorry. uh, sorry. Giannis Antetokounmpo will play tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, we're uh, Suns Suns and Six. Um, (laughs) Yeah, campaign. Campaign for campaign, shout out Team Shabazz, shout out Blazan, shout out Memphis, 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 shout out Green Grand. But back to Vladimir Guerrero, MVP candidate. So first base, yep. that's good. Marcus Simeon, second base, that's deserved. He's been very, very – he's been a beast. I love Marcus Simeon. Hey, man, that man hey, – and the thing is, he was an MVP candidate on the A's. We used, he used yep. to be the worst defensive third baseman in the game. That man – Committed air on air. Bailey, my boy Bailey, shout out Bailey again. Big A's fan. Love Simeon, but that man made some errors defensively. But he he cleaned them up, and he's always had the bat. We've always known he has the bat. It's always these Oakland guys that have MVP years and end up in Toronto. Cough, cough, Josh Donaldson. He's got a really nice swing, short and compact, straight to the ball. He's probably – I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's probably got one of the fastest swings in the league. Does he have the highest exit below? That's got to be like Stanton Judge. Well, I, I don't think it's them. But next, third baseman, Rafael Devers. Deserved lead leader in RBIs right now. That's, no I mean, I'm sorry, but he should. I mean, it's deserved. There shouldn't, there shouldn't be anybody else taking his spot. I mean, starting. I mean, like, to be honest, like, out of those positions, we don't really have anybody Bregman else. Bregman and Moncada are the two second vote getters behind him, so he deserves it by far, yeah. Bregman's garbage this year. Moncada hasn't been hitting that well. A lot of power. Shortstop, X-Man, Xander Bogarts, yet again. Deserved. Because, I mean, in the AL, your other shortstops would be Bo Bichette, who I think did make the roster. Yeah, you got 37%. Bogart's got 42%. And then yeah. Korea, 21 So Korea, they, they deserve it. I mean, your other guy is my boy, Tim, Tim Anderson. He's raking, which, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard. It's kind of it's kind of the odd man out, kind of yeah. like in the NBA where it's like point guards in the NL. Now, here we go. First surprise is outfielder Mike Trout. I'll let you and take he this one. He got 19% of the vote. This guy's played like, this guy's played like 30 games. I mean, I mean, he is Mike Trout, but he shouldn't make it. So, I mean. Cedric Mullins should be starting. We we all agree with Cedric Mullins. Um, Mark Canna's had a nice year. He's not on the team. He should be getting some love. I mean, who's his replacement? Who's a 
Who's Trout's replacement. Um, that's actually a good question. I don't know. Have they announced it yet? I don't know. My guess. Yeah. So, the in terms of vote percentages, it was first Trout with 19, second Judge who's starting with 13, Reserved. third Teoscar Hernandez with 12, breaking fourth Byron Buxton with 12. Who was he can't play until he got hurt. Fifth, Michael Brantley with 10. Sixth, Cedric Mullins with 10. And then Grichik, Adolis Garcia, and Alex Verdugo. So it would be one of those Grichik, Garcia, and Verdugo. And and neither of them. Verdugo doesn't deserve it. Neither does Grichik. Give it to Garcia, man. Garcia should start. No, we're saying Mullins. Garcia's on the team. Oh, yeah. Sorry. If if it should be, it should be Mark Canna. Yeah. Mark Canna's having a nice year. So I mean, that's I mean we we both agree. Tioscar and Judge should make it, and then Atani. I mean, and AO wasn't many surprises. We can agree, like, like those Tioscar should be should make it. Yep. So for the reserves, Tampa has this. Tampa's representative is Mike Zanino, which I mean, who else on Tampa is going to make it if Glasnow can't go? Right. Who he was in one of my snubs. He should have been on the team at least. I mean, I know he's injured. He can't play, but I think he got injured. His last start was June 14th. He should be, he should be on the team. 2.6 ERA, fourth, low, fourth lowest in the AL, 36.2% strikeout rate, 7.9 walk rate. Should be on the team. Then we got Altuve. Deserve. Hashtag beeper. Hashtag. Um, Wire. Trash can. Yep. Bichette, we talked about Bichette, Correa. Hey, Olsen should start, though. Olsen should be in the – well, I mean, it's kind of hard that he has variety, but Olsen would be starting in the – Olsen would be starting in the end. Now, Olsen's been raking. It's surprising the no love that Oakland got. Oakland only has one all-star, and they are in second place of the AL West yep. behind the Houston Astros by – Three and a half games. And they are in first place. Second place of the wild card. So, I mean, Matt Olson, Jose Ramirez is Cleveland's representative this year. Which, I mean, if Bieber can't go, who else are going to take on that team? Not, oh. not, many, not, not many options. Jared Walsh, first baseman. Deserved. Deserved. Michael Brantley, leading the league in Batting average, hits king. Deserved. Deserved. And, I mean, he, Joey Gallo and Adoles Garcia, I mean, wow. Here's my thing. How do you have two Rangers guys? Rangers are awful. Gallo only hit bombs. Like, Gallo is the epitome of Luke Voigt on steroids. If, yeah, Gallo is the epitome of baseball in 2021. <laughs> Gallo, Garcia, man, he's been a bright spot. Seti Mullins, we love him. And then the DHs, JD Martinez and Nelson Cruz, I mean, deserved. I mean, you could make a you could make a case that Byron Buxton should make it, but as Joe Stevens said, Byron Buxton is uh always hurt. Nelson Cruz should be moved at the deadline. We'll get into that. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into that. But I mean for the AL pitchers, we got Shane Bieber. All right, go through these faster. Shane Bieber, which I mean, he's hurt. Should who, who's your replacement for Bieber? 
I have no idea. I'm taking Chris Bassett. I'm taking Glass now, actually. He's I know I know he's also injured, but I'm still but but if he has to play. If oh a guy that yeah, Bassett for sure. Bassett. I mean Garrett Cole, Nathan Evaldi. <laughs> yeah. Spider Tack boys. Uh Kyle Gibson. You see Kikuchi for Seattle has made it. Deserved. He's been really good. I mean, see if Seattle who who else on Seattle are you taking? Nobody. No literally nobody. Literally nobody. I cannot name you more than two players from, from the Mariners. I think Jay got JP Crawford. Kyle Lewis. Kyle well, Kyle Lewis hasn't has had a slump this year compared to his year one. And uh Kalenich, who's back in the minors. Kelnick. Uh, Kelnick man, they got a nice future. The relievers got Barnes very well deserved. Probably one of the best closers in the league the league this year. Better than Chapman. Chapman's on it. <laughs> Chapman with like his four or five ERA. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I, I forgot. Um, Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon have also yep. made it. Also very deserved. They're the, the, the hey, let's give some credit out to the White Sox. White Sox have had some uh, um, good pitching. I mean, White Sox have lived up to the expectations, which uh, that 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 requires some talent. So good for them. Now here's here's a question. But let me wrap up these two for the A uh, and read them out. Uh, Liam Hendricks, Ryan Presley for Houston, and Gregory Soto for Detroit. That's yeah. two. So here's my question. If you're picking a Minnesota representative, are you taking Nelson Cruz or Jose Barrios? Uh, I think Cruz. Cruz. And then you can also say Aaron Savat. Uh, what's his name? Savali from Cleveland. Savali should make it. Lee leader wings right now. Yeah. He's injured, though. He is? Well, well there I you think, go. I believe. I mean, the voters did him wrong with the A's, man. You should have Sean Manaya, Chris Bassett. Oakland there, should have there's, there's so many. There's only so many spots, you know. So let's, keep I mean, moving. let's go to the NL. But, I mean, you should have them in. They should yeah. make it. NL, you got Buster Posey. Deserved. Freddie Freeman, first baseman. Probably deserved. Uh, he's had a bad year, but who he else? He started off slow, but he's turned it around. Um, who do you got? Adam Frazier. Deserved. No one close second. Uh, yeah, well, obviously can't hit righties. And that's been, yeah, that, that is true. That, that, that's, that's that. Then we got at shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. Obviously, top five player in the game. Norman Arnado also made it. We got my boy, El Abusador. Ronald Acuna. Probably the best player in the game right now. Right, uh, him and Tatis, the juniors. Castellanos and Winker starting, both Reds outfielders. Shout out. They're going to make it. They've been hitting 300. Only thing is, Catal Marte should be starting. Dude, he's played 30 games. It don't matter. He's balling out, man. I'm pretty sure he's injured, dude. Is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been on the aisle like since May. Well, last time I thought – Wait, oh, and, oh, that's right. So, my bad. Reserves, JT Ramuto, one of the best, better catchers in the game. Ozzy Albies, Chris Bryant, um, Brandon Crawford, um, Jake Cromanworth, shout out Michigan. Yep. That's a big, big, uh, he's been great so far this season. Yeah, he's, 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 no, he's been, he's, he's been raking. No one talks about him because he plays opposite to Tatis in that middle infield, but. 
Cardinal's been been raking, like you said, yeah. And he plays good defense. You got Eduardo Escobar, um, Max Muncy, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Brian Reynolds made it, who deservedly should have made it. Danny guy, yep, deserved. Should could be moved at the deadline. Yep. Kyle Schwarber, who will not play. Disappointing, to, yeah. He's going to be out for a while. To, due to injury, Juan Soto, Chris Taylor, and pitchers, Corbin Burns, Hugh Darvish, Jacob DeGrom, who has come out and said that he may not be pitching this at the All-Star game. Why bother? He, he might pitch the Sunday game, which would deem him ineligible to pitch on Wednesday. Then you got Kevin Gossman. Because he's starting tonight, Tuesday. So, yeah, he would go against Sunday. So, he might not pitch in the All-Star game. Rather, if I'm him, rather pitch Sunday. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what, that's that matters what than the All-Star game. So. That's what he was saying. Herman Marquez, Trevor Rogers, Zach Wheeler, Brandon Woodruff, and relievers, Hayter, Kimball, Mark Melanchon, and Alex Reyes. Yeah, Alex Reyes is the one guy that you might look at and be like, eh, why, but – He's he's doing he's he's doing he's doing he's doing his thing. Yeah, I think his... I, I think they all they all deserve it. Some snubs for the NL that could have made it. Maybe Machado in in at third over Arenado. Not well, maybe not starting, but um, Arenado over like a. They're loaded at turn with Turner and Bryant, but Machado's had a good season. Um, and then Whit Merrifield did not make it at second base. Oh, that's the, but he I think he is the most under, single most underrated player in the game. Well, that's because he plays in Kansas City. Yes, he's leading the league in stolen bases with 23. Mm-hmm. Only player with more than 20. 12.7 strikeout rate, which the league average is 23.8. 7.2% walk rate. He's got a 337 OBP. He's hitting 283. He's played in every game for the Royals so far. I just think he should be in on the team over Altuve or, I mean, DJ is not on the team, but yeah, I just think he should be on. I, I think he's the most underrated player in the game. I think he should be on the team. Shout now, out. Here's, now here's my question. Look at the, look at the NL starters. Joe Musgrove missed Walker Bueller miss Julio Urias missed Freddie Peralta missed it. Max Scherzer is having a quality season. Dude, the, yeah, but the pitching is just loaded in the National League. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. Loaded, loaded. Should, and also, relievers-wise, the we forgot about Ryan Tapera. Yeah. For, for, for Craig Kimbrell, I mean. I think he should be in over Craig Kimbrell. I mean. Craig I, Kimbrell. I mean, these rosters might need to get expanded somehow. I don't know, a, man. It's tough. It's a, really hard a, to be an all-star. And there's a lot of spots, but. I think uh, that National League is just loaded this year. Hey, like you know, like I said, it's going to be a death march to the end, man. We're going to have a that NL the champion. I think we both agree the champ. I don't know who's going to come out of the NL, but I think whoever comes out is going to win the World Series because it, it's it's a death march. To I the think end. the Mets win the East. I think Milwaukee holds on in the Central. And I think the Do- – I mean, this is going to sound basic. I think the Dodgers win in the West. Two wild cards are going to be San Diego and why not? I No, actually Atlanta over Cincy. Sorry, bro. Uh, I got no problems. You're only hurting I, think, I honestly think the, the freaking Mets are going to be the rep for the, for the National League. 
you're hurting Armand's feelings, and you know Armand doesn't can't even name more than two Reds players at this point. I mean, he's. I think, a, I think the Mets make it just because Degrom is basically a guaranteed seven innings, one maximum, one run, um, and then if you got Syndergaard coming back and Stroman, who you're high on, just well, you don't even you don't even need you don't even need Syndergaard. Syndergaard no. might get put in the pen because you can just run Degrom. Uh, Walker, T1 Walker, who's seven and three right now, pitching at like under yeah, sub three, three, four, three. Him, Stroman, and just put put everybody else in the pen. I mean, you only need three guys. You who you need... got coming out of the AL? I'm curious, bro. I don't even know, man. Because it's like that. The AL is just gonna. It's gonna be a. Tr- it's gonna be whoever just gets hot at the end. I mean, I think it's. I think it's gonna be Chicago. I think they got the arms. Chicago has the arms. They got the best rotation in the American League, probably. It's gonna be between them and the West. People are people are sleeping on the Red Sox, though. I don't I don't believe in the Red. How Sox. much do you think of that? Is like just a. Oh my God! Can we can we can, can can we just stop harping on the Red Sox? Like I, mean, I hate them. <laughs> I hate the Red Sox. Bro, I mean, the Red Sox. Bro, the Red Sox are literally like they have one scandal. They'll have a bad year, and then all their problems just magically disappear in one year. Two years, a couple of years ago, it was a John Lester eating Popeyes and drinking Budweiser in the, <laughs> yeah. in the clubhouse with the whole pitching staff. Last year, it was because, oh, Cole was involved in the scandal. Then the year after that, they just get these super Jesus scandal powers that just go crazy. Like, I, it's going to be between the White Sox. I like the A's. A's have pitching. I just don't know if they have. They can just keep up with the Astros on the offense and on the bats. Yeah. I, I think they could win that division. They could. It's just going to depend. So it's going to be, ah, screw it. I'm a White Sox. Go Tim Anderson. Let's get it. Hop I, on the full bandwagon. I'm shocked if you see a White Sox-Mets World Series. I think the MLB would love that. Yeah, Chicago, New York. They would love that. Or you can have a Chicago-Dodgers final or Chicago-San Diego. Good. Imagine if you have a White Sox-San Diego final. That's a big final that can happen. I think – San Diego will be in the World Series next year when they get uh, Clevenger back and that what's that prospect's name? Who? Their big arm. Their oh young. yeah, left hander. Yeah, Mackenzie Gore. Mackenzie Gore. Yeah, I think next year's their year. You don't, you don't believe you don't believe in their pitching staff? Mm, they got well. Who's their three? Darvish, Musgrove, Musgrove. Who's been oh. surprising? And Musgrove's in person pretty well. It's Musgrove, Darvish, and uh, Snell's not going to pitch it. Oh, Snell, yeah, he's been. It's, it's not. No, there's another guy. Don't don't. They have one more guy. I'm gonna look it up. It's not. They have a good power three. They easily have a one two, but it's they have a third guy. Then they have the their 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 closer has been pretty good. I mean, you can put Paddock or Lamette. Paddock, Paddock, Lamette, and also Ryan Weathers. Weathers will probably go to the pen. I think uh, I think they're also a bat away, man. I think I think you can get to them. Well, let's well let's just their well, lineup. Well, let's just talk about that. What 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 that bat you think they need? I think they need. Well, I just think their their back half of their lineup isn't World Series caliber with uh, Kim and. Hosmer's hey, 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 Kim, Kim is a KBO champion. <laughs> Victor, hey, hey, hey. 
Um, Tommy Pham, Trent Grisham, I think are two guys that are going to get out a lot in the playoffs. Um, and then I like Will Myers, but I just think that's not a world series caliber lineup. I know they got Tatis, but he only hits once one every nine. So it doesn't matter if you have good pitching. I know. I know pitching wins championships. That's very true. But the Nats, Nats had a power power. Was Corbin on that team when the Nats won? Yeah, yeah, he was on the. He's been yeah. horrible this year, but yeah. Oh yeah, but, but 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 back then they had four guys. Yeah, they yeah. had Scherzer, Strasburg, who both stayed healthy, which is very rare. Corbin and um, shit, who was their other guy? They had one more guy. Yeah, they had one other guy. Yeah, big, big man team, big man team guy, like big guy. Um. Yeah. It was- They had no. They had a big guy, man. But I mean, let's just let's just go around and talk about what we need. Uh, I mean, let's talk about some candidates uh, for to be traded. Uh, Trevor Story is a big candidate to get traded. He's a big guy, you know, shortstop, can command a lot of money. Uh, you see him moving from the Rockies. Him or Herman Marquez? Uh, yeah, there's no way they they would be dumb not to trade Trevor Story. He's been a little bit disappointing this season, but he's I think in the past recent couple of weeks he's turned it up a notch. So yes, they would be crazy not to trade Trevor Story. And I think the Yankees are a potential. Game. Why would the Yankees want him? That's another I mean, power bat. <laughs> yeah, but better than Glaber Torres. <laughs> I mean, Reds could be a fit for Story. They need a short. It was Serger Strasburg, uh, Annabelle Sanchez, Corbin. It was just those three. Joe Ross. They didn't have another. Oh, it was just three. That was that. That was a weird series where the the road team won every single game. That's right, because Game Seven they won Game Seven in Houston. Yeah, that was a great game. They did. They did. And it was like a 2-1 game. And I think it was Juan Soto or no, it was. uh. Yeah, no, it was Soto. Soto hit a really clutch home run in the seventh. I thought it was Victor Robles. Not it was Soto. It was Soto. Uh, Soto, uh, two out homer in the seventh, I believe. So then back back to some pitching, uh, back to some candidates. Uh, we talked about Brian Reynolds and Adam Fraser potentially moving. If I'm, if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm moving both of them. I don't even care. If I'm moving Pittsburgh, I'm moving everybody but key Brian Hayes. Pretty much. We got uh, Kyle Gibson. He could be a potential uh, move, which, I mean, we'll come on next episode at the deadline and post uh, All-Star break, and we'll, we'll, we'll di- dive deeper because, I mean, right now there's a lot of baseball to be played. And you know a lot of a lot of fluctuation can happen. Buyers can become sellers, and sellers can be become buyers within a week. You know, Joey Gallo, he Nelson, Nelson Cruz. You think he should get moved? I think he should. Yeah, Jose Barrios is also good, a potential to get moved. I think he's a he's a hooper. Like he's a. I think he's he's a great pitcher. He's one of the one of the better pitchers in the league. I think they for them it would have to be the right the right haul for Barrios. I mean, that's a move to get done. I mean, I feel they can get a nice hole in this in this market. The, is he the under, Twins would be smart, I feel, to be heavy sellers at the deadline. Is is he under team control? Because that's the other thing. If if you got guys under team control, their, their prices are going to be astronomical. Because there's going to be there's going to be a scarcity in positions. Like bullpen arms always go crazy, and it's always those bullpen arms that have two to three years left on the contract that you know 
So Rodriguez has another year of arbitration, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. So he has two years of team control. So, I mean, they should be asking the house for him. But, you know, Minnesota is probably going to not get the house for him. Knowing them, they'll keep him. <laughs> Knowing Minnesota, they'll probably keep him, and they'll probably just rebuild around him. Yep. And cash in on the draft pick. I mean, Royals got pieces that can move. You got Whit Merrifield. They've never moved his – He's a, yeah, I, the, the Royals were really big surprises to start the season. They were in first place through May, I believe. And then they've fallen off. They fell off a cliff, but I don't see them being heavy sellers or anything. They got a good young farm system. I think they're going to build around that nucleus and try to be good pretty soon. I, I don't think they're going to be sellers. Just, move, just, just keep Salvi, move Whit Merrifield, and, or maybe you keep them just, they got a bat, Carlos Santana. No, and they got uh, – what's that big-name prospect? Bobby Witt. He's coming up pretty soon. So oh, I, yeah, Bobby. I don't, see them being, I don't see them being sellers. I don't. I like I like a – I see them keeping their pieces and really going – like they could be good next year. They could be contenders in the season. I'd, I'd move Carlos Santana. That's fair. Because yeah, Carlos Santana is going to – he won't pitch you up a, a big prospect, but he'll get you a mid-value because that, that – he's, he's one of those bats. Bro, how about Carlos Santana in the Yankees jersey? He's older too. God no, man. Come on, I need someone that can get on base. He gets on base. What are you talking? Okay. What are you talking about? He hits and he draws walks. And like, yeah. It's like it's like Ichiro Suzuki. Uh, he, I read a I read something from Ichiro, great old Ichiro. He, uh, D. Gordon was like, "How do you get?" To, went up to Ichiro. Was like, "Why do you get walked so much?" And D. Gordon's like, "You must rake first. When you, <laughs> when you rake, you'll get walked." And Andy Gordon is probably the fastest player in the league, even though he doesn't have a team right now. But he should have a team. I mean, what else? I mean, AL East is a crap show. We don't know who's going to move. Miami, they don't have many pieces to move. Only Adam Duvall. Yeah, they could move him, but their pitching's been nice. Like Pablo Pablo Lopez. Dude, they're good. They're a good team. They got Juntos Miami. Shout out Jerry Jeter. Like it looked really bad two years ago in there, and they all of a sudden they have a future. So. Well, one of their uh, as chiseled. One, one of the I love jazz. Jazz is going to be one of the best sword type in the game. Then you forgot. Uh, they also got a uh, what's going to call it? That that kid. Sixto got put on the IL, but uh, Pablo Sanchez, Pablo, Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Lopez, Pablo, Pablo, Pablo Lopez. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. Because the futures game's coming up, and a lot of guys are going to the futures. They got a one of their draft picks from last year was already on the fast track to the futures game, which Ooh. is surprising. Um, uh, big righty from uh, where Joe's from, Joe Steven, Minnesota kid. I think his name is Max Meyer. No, Max Meyer. drafted him, bro. Nah. Let me look. I'm looking it up. Yeah, the, he, he's a big guy, right? I think he's a lefty or a righty. Oh, wait, that's American League. Yeah. Then in the NL, the only other team that I can see right now is being a seller. Is uh Arizona, but Arizona has nothing but Eduardo Escobar, Catel Marte. Um, um it's bro, they did that. Mm-hmm. He was a draft pick in last year's draft. He was in the I don't want to say he was in the year after Joe J uh, J Bavlet. Oh, yeah, sorry, it is Max Meyer. Yeah, Max Meyer from Minnesota, right? Yeah, he went to Minnesota. Yeah, he was in last year's draft. He was the third overall pick, I believe. Yeah, that futures game is loaded. 
Yeah, they got my boy. A little weird that Kelnick is in there. He's already played in the bigs, but who's who's? Well, let's let's go quick before we end the podcast. Today. Austin Martin. Ooh, he's gonna be good, man. He's gonna be a star. Austin Martin. Who who's is he the shortstop? Toronto. Toronto. Toronto? Yeah. Who's in the read out the All Star of the Futures game before we go out? You know, we'll give a little take. Uh, this future. is for our hardcore baseball fans. Um, complete rosters. It's loading. But we know my boy I, made it. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of influx of young talent, like more so than normal. So in the American, we got Shane Baez um, of Tampa, Brian Bello of Boston, Reed Detmers of LA, Marcos Diplon of Baltimore, Luis Medina, Cole of Yankees. Cole, is this the right? No, you got the wrong one. I got it up. It I is. got it up. Cole Roggins of Texas, Josh Winder of Minnesota, Cole Wynn of Texas, Hector Yan of LA, catchers, Adley Rushman of Baltimore, Tank, Tyler uh, Soderstrom of Oakland, Bo Naylor. Is he related to Josh Naylor? Bo, 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 Bo Naylor. He's, he, oh, I think I've seen uh, tape on him. I can't Vidal remember. Vidal Bruhan from Tampa. Tampa. Oh, Vidal, Bo. Vidal Bruhan. That man, Bo. That man is a tank. Second baseman. He put on, I saw he put on a bunch of weight, and that man's killing. I think he's in double, right? He's in double A. No, he's in triple A now from Durham because Franco got called up. Tampa's got so many prospects. Boston, Jeter Downs, Xavier Edwards from Tampa again. Austin Martin, who I already talked on from Toronto, or I guess Buffalo. Uh, Nick Prado from KC. Spencer Torkelson. Shout out. Yep. Bobby Witt Jr. from Kansas City. Yolqui Cespedes from Chicago. Jason Dominguez, the 18-year-old. Let's go! Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to take a minute. Jay, for, for He's you in rookie ball right now. For, for you listeners, like Jason Dominguez has not played his first ever professional baseball game last week, and he's already on the Futures game. This man has not even picked up, got his first paycheck from playing baseball, from actually playing baseball. And he's already on the all-star team. Yep. He's 18 years old. Uh, getting a lot of Mickey Mantle comparisons. Breaks. Let's see what he does. It'll be, it'll be cool to see him play in this game. Um, all Yankee fans are uber excited about him. It'll probably be a few years before we see him in the bigs. Hey, you should put him. Hey, you should. Be <laughs> I know knowing the team right now, like, yeah, but still, this guy hasn't played a professional game, so relax. This guy was born in 2003, just crazy. Uh, Riley Green from Detroit. Tank. Kelnick from Seattle, who's already been in the big. That's a weird choice. Pedro Leon from Houston. Julio Rodriguez. From- oh, he's good. Julio, yeah, Julio is good. Troy Hawkins is managing the team. Uh, shout out to him using the bigs for a while. Who Who's managing the team? Troy Hawkins. He's managing Seattle? No, he's managing the team, like the AL Futures team. Oh, shout out LaTroy, man. Good reliever back in the day, yep. back five years ago. And then National, <laughs> National League pitching, Cade Cavalli, Washington, Jake Eder, Miami, Andre Jackson, Los Angeles Dodgers, Matthew Libertadore. He's um, good. He's good. He's, he's going to be good. Nick Lodolo from Cincy. He's good, too. Where did he go to college? TCU. That's shout right. out, shout out your boy from TCU. Mike Feather. Yeah. Uh, shout out Mike Feather. Mike, or sorry, Max Meyer, um, who we talked about from Miami. Quinn Priester, who's a god on MLB the show. 
uh, from Pittsburgh. Knowing Pittsburgh, he'll get traded. Manuel Rodriguez from the Cubs. Ethan Small from Milwaukee. He's from Jackson, Tennessee. I wonder where he went to high school. Ethan Small? That's so familiar. Yeah. Ethan Small. I'm going to Google him. I just Googled him. He, he went to Mississippi to State. Mississippi State. That's why I know him. Yeah. Lexington High School. I must have played against him because he was born in 97. I must have played against him in travel ball. That name sounds really familiar. Francisco Alvarez. Oh, this is catching. Francisco Alvarez from the it's, Mets. Luis Sano from San Diego. Wait, Francisco Alvarez just sounds like such a catcher name. Sorry. <laughs> <It does. laughs> um, Only catchers have that name, bro. Willie McLeaver from Colorado. Uh, then infielders, Brett Beatty from the Mets. That's what I'm telling you about. That third baseman, that boy, He's that breath, that breath, man. That breath, man, that man, he can hit the ball, Rube Boy, out the park, man. Jose Barrero from Cincy, Michael Bush from the Dodgers, Nolan Gorman from the Cardinals, Marco Luciano from the Giants. That's another tank, too. He plays um, in the A ball, like with he's on the same team as a guy from Butler um, that I was in the same grade as. Bryson Stott from the Phillies, Miguel Toglia from Colorado, and then outfields, Brennan Davis from the Cubs, Mike Harris II from Atlanta, Helio Ramos from San Fran, Hank, Alex Tomas from Arizona, Ryan Villade from Colorado, and Drew Waters from Atlanta. Team is managed by Vinny Castilla. And they got Andrew Jones as the hitting coach. Oh, so, so we're going to definitely see a bunch of... Uh, oh, and games. players that got injured. Uh, CJ Abrams from San Diego. Tank. He's good. Rosny Contreras from Pittsburgh. He's Emerson good. Hancock from Seattle. He's good. And Jake Berger from the White Sox. So, Yeah, and so that's that's the Futures game. When, so that's the Monday of the All-Star break, right? What, the All-Star game? No, no like that's Sunday. All Star that's Week. Sunday. Like that's the Monday. That's Sunday. That's Sunday. Sunday. That's right. They play on. They play on on uh, on Sunday, and so we got MLB Derby. Who quick? Who's your predict? Who's winning it? Otani. Why not? I'm gonna take the good feel good story. Uh, Trey Mancini. That's fair. Just looking at the dimensions of Coors Park, it's to right field. It's 350. To left, it's 347. But left center is 390. Right center three seventy five. Do right do lefties have an advantage? Bro, I know gonna, I know it's Colorado, but bro, Colorado, that ball's gonna ball's gonna fly. Ball's gonna fly, man. They should just hold it at ship it next time, you know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> either ship it or cool. because for for you listeners, if you if you, uh, on MLB the show, whenever you play a, a game online against somebody, the only stadiums you play is at Coors Field because it the, it is so short. It is a hitter's park, or you play at this place called Ship It, which, which is I don't think is a real place. It's it's a, it's a generated stadium from so from the from the game that literally it's three thirty to left, three fifteen to right, and center field's like three seventy. But it's super so, easy to see the ball, and it's you hit bombs, you hit monster bombs. So, yeah, I mean, that's all I, that's all I got. I mean, that's that'll be nice. I mean, I'm telling you, that home run derby, we're gonna, hey, you think Hamilton has the record, right? I uh, might have been broken recently, bro. Hey, yo, uh, that record might get broken next week, yeah, with I, all these 
because we got Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso's going to hit a bunch. So yeah, Pete Alonso wasn't he in it recently? Who? I think he's in it this year. No, no, no. He is in it this year. I, I was saying, has he been in it before? I think he was oh, in- definitely. Has to have been. Yeah. So I don't I mean, think the whole field has even been announced yet. But right now we have Otani, Alonso, Story, Mancini, Salvi Perez, Matt Olson, and then there's two more to be named. Home run derby is really fun, man. I don't know. We'll see. But we got game one of the finals coming up right now. Game one of the finals starts in. Oh, it's already on. Crap. We got to go watch campaign, man. Yep. So good pod. Um, we'll be back hopefully pretty soon. Just talking more baseball trade deadline pod, maybe quick one. Hey, I'm calling out Joe for the next baseball chat. Like, Joe, I hope you're listening <laughs> to this point. I would like to have a conversation about your twins. We're we going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna have an evisceration of the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Thanks Open for, invitation. Thanks for coming on for this one, Luis. And yes, sir. You made it this far. Appreciate it. You are a loyal supporter. Um, we'll be back with more content as always. But for now, we'll catch you next time. Peace out. Peace.